Hello, everybody. What's up? It's your boy Robbo back again. And uh, with me, as always, is Steel Saunders. How are you doing, Steel? Hello, Robert. It is a pleasure to be in your acquaintance on the internet once again. Thank you. That's what I. That's what I long to hear most. Uh, I hear tell that this is episode thirty-three, and you know what that means. Well, according to you, it means it's divisible by eleven, buddy. Yep, that's right. Which means but we pay you. We. No, it's fine. Um, don't do that. It's divisible by three, which means it will be offered oh. for free ah. on uh, the iTunes feed, and it will be up uh, for everyone to check out on YouTube. Normally, this is a Patreon exclusive, one of the many. I think we're about to hit 800 episodes on the Patreon, uh, Robbo, all for a, a mere $3. Wow. $3 or $3 yeah. a month? Because either way, it's a steal. Well, $3 a month. I'm not trying to, um, you know, I'm pretty sure it's it's, it's well known amongst Patreon users that it is a, uh, a monthly uh, gathering of currency that is uh, distributed to the uh, Patreon supplier. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, you want to meet a subscriber? You're listening to one right now. Because uh, I subscribe to the fine, fine Patreon uh, Steel Wars feed. Robbo, uh, all yeah. the cool, all the p- cool pink skulls do. Yeah, yeah, it's true. We all do. We we ha- had a meeting and we decided. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we're. Uh, I'm reaching a broader audience uh, today uh, because I I, uh, I brought a little something for the listeners. Oh, really? I, I love a little something for the listeners. What Here, hold you on. Let me get. Let me get it. Just a second. It's in my pocket. All right. I don't know how you're going to show it with the yeah, skeleton. You can't thing. really see it, but uh, you'll be able to hear it because it's my A game. <laughs> I brought it just for you. <sighs> that's uh, very telling that that's your A game. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> it's not like I had multiple takes here. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. I, had, I, I just had to do this off the cuff. It's, it's, I didn't get to do it twice. You know? All right, as rehearsed. Hey, um, so you sort of uh, took a bit of a, a commentary leave of absence with uh, the Mandalorian. You did your mid-season review, but you didn't want to. You didn't want to get in the way of everyone's fun. But we've had our fun now. It's it's a distant memory. So, um, how, how, how did you fare with uh, the return of one Luke J. Skywalker? Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. Uh, and I, I wasn't cr- like the whole episode, I was a little bit hit or miss, but I, I did like the ending. They did, uh, they did stick the landing, as it were, and I appreciated that. I liked the, I liked the depiction of Luke because I recognized that, like when, you know, like there's some issue, like some people have issues about it, but I, I look at it a different way, uh, and maybe that's something, maybe that's something we can touch on if, uh, if you think it would uh, be of interest to the people. It, it, it may well be, but you know, who are you? A pink skeleton to judge how other people look. Do you know what I mean? Well, I don't. I'm. I'm, I'm that's true. All right, I stand corrected. Um, oh no, I was. I didn't say anything I, I, about the way that he looked. Uh, like, 
you know, it, it looked the way it looked. It's it's fine. But um, do you now, think? Yeah, I, I've got a question because if if you're just listening to the podcast, Robbo is a just a pink skeleton floating in the abyss. It, as hard as that is to believe. But do you think some um, boffin would be able to look at your skull and then build skin around it to reveal what you really look like? I mean, that's exactly what I want to see. That was the whole point of this entire endeavor is I, I want to see a, a uh, skeletal reconstruction of Robbo. Hmm. Uh, I mean, if, I mean, look, if, if people do the work, you know, then they deserve to see, see the face. Uh, do I, the work. You know, if, if that, if people are so devoted, but, um, you know, I, I, I prefer to be more like uh, the pink skull. You know what I mean? Oh, I, yeah. I want to be I want to be the pink floating skull in your life. You definitely yeah, are. Yeah. You are well, to me yeah. anyway. <laughs> um Yeah, so so go into your thoughts. Oh, about the about the final episode of the Mando uh mm-hmm. season 2. Yeah, I liked it. Um I mean, I look, I'm not a big fan of the dubstep droids. I don't like the the droid troopers who are the only robots in Star Wars who do the robot which I, I think is like they're they're like popping and locking like they're boogaloo shrimp, you know. What about uh, the battle droids? Uh, they move much more fluidly, hmm. don't they? Yeah, I don't know. The weird thing is, is that the battle droids are fake, and those super battle droids or whatever they were called are they battle droids? Super? No, they're super they're, death troopers. What are they? Dark troopers. Dark troopers. Dark troopers. Yeah. yeah sorry, um, they were actual people in suits yeah yeah i mean they were doing like a pretty like i said they, they were doing a pretty cool robot thing but it, it doesn't that's not like why would the these like super advanced droids in star wars right like move like more uh unnaturally than c-3po who is not designed to punch anything and can barely walk you know, but like, <laughs> like I, I, it, it, it's weird. And I, I especially was turned off by the the uh, dubstep uh, soundtrack for that. Really uh, not into that. If you, I mean, I, look, if you think it sounds cool, that's great. Um, but uh, ask yourself that question again in like fifteen years, you won't think it sounds cool anymore. The the whole thing about the robots, though, that that's like they have to make it more robotic. Like, well, no, I don't mean have to, but like, it's their choice to make a more menacing and robot. Like, they're putting that ahead of like, well, C three PO is like human, so we're going to make him more human. Like, do you know what I mean? There's, there's sort of cinematic sort of tropes that they um, like. It is Star Wars. It is. Um, yeah, but like you know, I saw a movie a long time ago, and not many people have heard of it. It's uh, called The Terminator. And um, the Terminator uh, moves a lot like a regular human being and is yeah, still plenty I, scary. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it would have looked pretty bizarre. It, 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 it's in the – it's a case by case. Like if, if Arnold was going down the thing like this the whole time. If it, Arnold did the literal like pop lock step, like we're just going, I can't even do this. With, I'm just a skull. But you can imagine if I had a body and, and you know, just like imagine. – <laughs> You know, like doing that thing, he would look ridiculous. It's it's not. It doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't look good. The, the thing here, you know, the, I'm not the authority on this deal, but 
but we do know an authority or i mean you do and i, I listen to you talk to this person uh, you should ask details okay. details what details would know like he, he would say like is there a way that you can communicate in human menace of like a mechanical being without actually doing the robot and I bet I bet you he has an answer, and I bet you his answer is yeah, there is. Well, it's details, though. I mean, he, he, right? But I mean, they, it's not like they couldn't have flown him over. He's, he, I mean, it only costs as much as a plane ticket, and uh, his, uh, you know, his his fee. The funny thing about those dark troopers, though, is is much like yourself. I I did not enjoy them, but in retrospect, I now understand why they were there. Oh yeah, that, so you could have like Luke Skywalker just go ham on some uh, troopers. Yeah, yeah, like you needed the impossible thing to get past. Yeah, I, I'm not against the the concept of it. Like I do, as always. I always question like why. Like it seems like whenever anybody in Star Wars makes like droids that are designed to kill, they make all the same mistakes. But in this case, these are at least the most threatening death droids we've seen so far. Although I would point out that ig11 did a much better job and and moved quite fluidly i might add yeah but, a, a, a full evil like to see if we ever see ig88 in action i reckon it's going to be pretty pretty harrowing i mean it would just look like what we saw right but but they're killing good guys you know what i mean like if if instead the death troopers are just like just i'm going to keep punching you even though i could just twist your head off but instead, I'm going to punch yeah, you until you, you die. You're going into all these silly, like... Is it silly, Steel? Yes. Or is it exactly as silly as what we've been presented? Like Because, like, the way you look at it, like, oh, why are they punching when you can just rip your head off? Like, that's the whole... Like, if you were writing a film, the film would end in... Like, like you know, like A New Hope when they shoot, the, like, the escape pod goes off. Right. Like, you, you'd be like, what's... Well, you just shoot it anyway. So they shoot it. And then that's I mean, like I the personally I wouldn't have had that scene because it calls in, it calls into question whether they would if they know that, you know, <laughs> they're <laughs> you just <laughs> don't have that scene. Like you show it from a different angle and you move <laughs> on. <laughs> don't don't raise the question if you don't need to. If you don't have an answer, don't raise the question, Steve. There's an answer. There's no life form, so they don't shoot it. Oh, it must be harmless then. Mm. Yeah, no, I know I get it. Like I, I don't really care that much, but I'm just saying like I do feel like the, the only battle droids to me that make sense are the ones that just have the, the gun built into their arm because you got to wonder why, why do you need hands? Like you're just designed to shoot things. Why do you bother to build fingers? That's a really complicated mechanism. Well, they rode stack droids as well. Well, those, that doesn't make any sense either, but I, I'm saying like, there's the, the, the big ones who menace uh, uh, the Mando's like flashback sequence, right? Mm-hmm. They've got one arm that's just a blaster, which I think at least makes sense. Like I get that, but I, I think that like or the um, what are they? The uh, the destroyer droids, the from Phantom Menace. Those, I mean, those are yeah, those are like way more serious. I mean, that, they are gnarly. Yeah, like that would be a much harder uh, kill for the Mando than the the Dark Troopers. Like, why'd they just go to that design? They've got shields and everything. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You just fill me with warm thoughts. Bring up the Destroyer Droids. I like the Destroyer Droids. <laughs> rolling up in a, That was so exciting. They roll up in a bowl. Yeah. Like, like those little um, armadillos. Sweet action. You you got to wonder like whether somebody was like, you know, this uh, ball rolling mechanism thing is pretty cool, but it's expensive. What if instead of like attaching limbs that have to shrink into the ball, we just popped a head on top with a magnet and just like BB-8 this thing, you know? Like somebody had that idea. You know, it's kind of cool. Harry um, knows who BB-8 is now. Really? But sometimes he miscalculates the amount of Bs he needs to. Sometimes it's BB, BB, BB-8. Yeah, but, my, um, uh, <laughs> he knows it. Uh, my, yeah, I love how kids uh, repeat stuff when they're when they're saying pr- what they think are proper names because I think they think that repeating it like adds emphasis or something. Like when my uh, son was about probably about Harry's age at this point, his uh, favorite superhero was the Mighty Thor, and he liked him because he had a hammer that he could swing around and. Uh, that was the cool thing about the mighty Thor. And so he would say like, he had this little like toy, like, you know, tool bench, you know, kids tool set plastic hammer that he made us tape like a, uh, <laughs> like a lanyard to or something. So he could swing it around because I'm an idiot. Uh, and uh, he would just be like swinging it around. Like, I'm super hero. Mighty Thor hero. <laughs> I thought it was the cutest thing. Superhero, Mighty Thor hero. And uh, he was a superhero, Mighty Thor hero for Halloween that year. And it was uh, delightful. And do you have to say it that way exactly? No, superhero, Mighty Thor hero. Mighty Thor gets like kind of truncated in, in the way he said it. Okay. Yeah, because Harry does a thing like that. He He's fascinated with work sites and diggers and cranes. Right. And he, he always, if he sees one, he'll go construction work site. <laughs> like he'll go construction work site. He'll never say work site or it's, it's, it's one word construction work site, construction yeah. work site. Yeah. But Luke Skywalker back to it. Hmm. Um, yeah, I approve. That's you, cool. you, you were going to say something before about um, people's weird reaction to it or something. Well, okay. So there are people out there who have this idea in their head that Luke Skywalker somehow became a pacifist in between um, killing like three speeder bike troopers on their way back home and meeting his dad, uh, you know, which, which is for the second time, which is not true like there's nothing in those movies that says i'm not going to kill even if i am uh threatened with uh my own death like he he's more than happy to do that but in addition to that people have this idea where oh luke wouldn't do that stuff like killing robots with his powers which again like makes me wonder whether people understand what robots are 
I mean, they made it super clear what with the robot movements and such, you know. Yeah, well, but, but the whole thing is like that's why they're ro- like this is it's all oh, that's why he, they're robots. It's he could have like as far as I'm concerned, like he could have done that to real people and it would have been fine because they were gonna kill him. Like they're killers. Like he that's what he does. Like he he's the, the, he it's not like he got rid of his lightsaber. He picked it back up on his way out the door, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like he threw it down because I'm like, I'm not going to give in to hatred. But then he like, you know, on his way out, it's like, okay, we, all right, dad, we got to go. Let me go over, get that, clip it back on my belt. All right. Going to see the Ewoks. Yeah. Like I'm, he, I'm, it, it, it serves a purpose and the purpose I'm, is, I'm, is homicide. On the way to the elevator, he just stabbed a few Royal guards. Yeah. Like why not? Like, no, I mean, look, it, it's, uh, this is a thing that I did on my, um, defunct star wars podcast that i'm not no. going to continue anymore no but, defunct uh, pods no defunct uh, pods. yeah no they're they're plenty it's it's good sometimes you just got to shoot that thing in the head and feed it to the dog you know what i'm saying it's just done uh but oh what yeah. an analogy yeah well that, that's how i handle everything i'm done with wow yeah i'm um skyping you from jail by the way uh, <laughs> no i mean like he he's like i did this whole thing where i was like is luke skywalker a pacifist and the answer is absolutely not <laughs> like he he uh a pacifist is somebody who does not resort to violence under any circumstances uh so it's it is it is anathema to a pacifist to uh use aggression or violence in any like that's a pacifist would say like oh the nazis are marching into town all right it's fine just like you know live and let live they're not going to do anything because they're pacifists he's 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 like he's like miyagi he's like hey man let's think this through yeah like let's but then but when it comes when 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 push comes to shove metaphorically or literally it's on Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they were real people, like if they were regular stormtroopers on the ship, he wouldn't have behaved exactly the same way. But like if they if they're attacking him, he's going to fight back. Like, he's not just going to be like, all right, whatever. Do what you got to do. Like, he he won't do that. (laughs) Like, he's there to rescue people. And he shows up knowing that, like, he, he has no idea what's on the ship or what's left there. Then he gets there. And yeah, like people have this idea that this is, Oh, that's not the way Luke was portrayed in the last Jedi, which takes place like approximately 15 years later. And yeah, you're right. It's not exactly the same thing, but he's also not being like, especially. Yeah. Hmm. But then there's people that are like, Oh, this goes against like, uh, yeah. People make up whatever they want to place their like value in it's like then they just it means this now it 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 now it now rewrites the last jedi or it's you know. yeah this is this is that's that's stupid talk from stupid people like i i this is one of the reasons why i wish that the last jedi kept the the third test right the the thing where luke is testing ray and he he teaches her the third lesson and he lies to her and tells her that this like boat that's approaching the, the caretakers village are pirates and they're coming to like loot and pillage and kill. And Ray like runs off to like defend them. 
And then, you know, and he, but before she does, he says like, well, that's what the Jedi would tell you to do is nothing. Don't do a thing uh, because you're going to upset the balance. Like they're going to come back in a month. Will you still be here in a month? And that was like his, he was, what he was doing in that scene is like saying like, that's not like there's, there's a limit to what, where your dogma can take you. Like if you lionize the Jedi, like there's, there's a certain point where their, their teachings would not match up with what you understand to be good and right. Uh, and, and, and his point was that like the right thing to do in that situation is yes, of course you defend people who are defenseless. That that's, that's what you do. And you defend them with lethal force if necessary. That's not a problem. Like it's just not, it's not a problem for him. With the lesson, did it yeah. end up being that it was just like people going to mate with them or they were going to party? What? To party. Yeah. They were coming over. They were um, coming over probably to party. The subtext was, yeah, to also mate. It's like that one Star Trek where Spock has to go back to his planet because they have sex once every seven years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. As a comic book guy would say later, um, for some of you, that is much less than you are used to. But for me, it is so much more. Good, good um, impression. Very impressive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so tell me what the, le- like, I don't understand why, like, he lied in the, le- like, he went, like, I don't understand. Like, she, he let her go and kill, or, or she didn't, but to maybe kill these guys that were just looking to, you know, have a, have a little dance. Yeah. I don't think I, he knew that she wasn't going to kill them unless provoked. Right. And they weren't going to provoke her. Cause they were just, they were just there to have some fun, baby. Just have a good yeah. time. You know? So he knew that if she got, but like in the, in the deleted scene, he's laughing. He's like, he, I didn't expect you to get there so quickly. I thought I was going to be able to stop you. Like she bolted before he, he, she, he thought she was going to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is like, she was going to, he was going to stop her and be like, wait, he's like, no, because he's calling to her as she goes. He's like, no, wait, come back. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. she's already like so far along the path that he had to run to catch up with her. It's just so weird. Cause you know, there's this, you know, legitimate lesson, whether you want to believe it or not, but in, oh, you know, they're attacking, but are you going to be here next month? So don't do anything. But then when it's like, it's not even that like, it's like, no, well, so is, is the lesson don't believe old men if he, that if they're, he, just, no. they're, just, they're, just <laughs> stuff. they're just having a party and this old man's yeah. making stuff up. Like, uh, what's, like what, what's the real lesson? I mean, honestly, that lesson would have served her pretty well um, in the future too. So, but you know, <laughs> no, I think the point was, is like, he was trying to get her fight or flight, you know, type in, like reaction up. Cause if he tells her that, because at that point, she doesn't know what to believe about Luke Skywalker, right? His whole point is to try and like uh, destroy her delusions about him because he hates himself. And he's like, no, you're going to hate me too by the time we're done. And that's how I know you're going to leave me alone. I'm going to make you like despise me. You're going to be disgusted by Luke Skywalker. You're never going to come back here. And like his, his whole point there is like, Oh yeah, your sense of justice, your sense of right or wrong tells you you have to go help them no matter what. The Jedi's sense of justice and right or wrong says stop. Don't do it. 
unless you can create balance. And he wants to create that. He wants to, you can't, that's a lesson that I don't think you can teach without getting somebody's hackles up. You know what I mean? You've got to, you've got to get her like, you know, her blood boiling. Like, no, I've got to stop that. I'd like, he knows that about her. He's, he's trying to get that out of her. And he's like, so yeah, he lies. And his point is like, um, how old is that iPod? Oh, it's, it's old. It's, it's ornamental. That's amazing that I was going to, it still works. Um, I don't know. I've got to charge it up, but it's, it's, um, for those, uh, on the YouTube, it is like the old plug. Oh, wow. And it's got the dial. Yeah. And, and, and it, this was a color screen. So this was, yeah. this was, it's this the was iPod, pretty... uh, photo. Is that the iPod photo or is the one right after that? I think this is the photo. I got one of those right before I moved to New York and I must have beat the hell out of it because it stopped working after about two years. Oh my God. When I, I just ran my thumb around the circle and, and all the, like the keystrokes just came back to, like, I remember like mm. going, like going through to find, cause he used to have to like download a podcast onto yeah. iTunes and then wait for it to sync via cord right. to this. And I remember like not wanting to leave the house and then watching it, tra- you know, like one yeah. podcast would maybe take seven minutes. And it's like, come on. Cause like the thought of like leaving my house without the new podcast was like intolerable. Yeah. No, you can't do it. Yeah. Oh, um, how far we've come is a, well, actually things are much worse, but anyway. Um, yeah. But I, I think that's anyway, that that's, I think was the point of him lying to her at that point is that he was trying to get her because it's the next thing he says when he catches up with her is that impulse to fight like that impulse to defend and act. That's what the, that's what the, the resistance needs right now. They don't need some, some ancient husk of religion. They need people like you. You don't need me. They need you. They don't need me. That's his whole point. So, but she's actually like way more spry and quick than he anticipated. And she's like out the door at, at a drop of a hat. And he has to catch up to her. Oh, um, I gotta rewatch that. The um, you just went like real loud and then normal. Like I don't know if you did something to the microphone there. I did but... nothing. Okay, well, very fascinating. Yeah. Uh, um, like now we're talking about Luke in the Mando. Mm-hmm. I, I I tweeted after I watched it, and 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 you know, like it's not a competition, but mm-hmm. few people. We're exhilarated. Like, I feel like I'm in the 1% of the millions of people that watched it in the 1% top exhilaration from watching that. So I, I had a, a great time. And I did tweet that um, Favreau was God after uh, viewing the episode. Mm-hmm. However, like, and, and, and it's like a, a gushing fanboy. I had the best time. But I also don't think, like, like I, I feel like, well, that's your trump card that you could pull out and, you know, that's going to just be amazing whenever you do that. And they used it then. But I don't think it was like, like that, ama- like, do you know what I mean? Like I, like, like I was so grateful, but I don't think they're like master storytellers 
for having Luke Skywalker come and chop everyone up. I and mean, then... all of season two is proof that they are not master storytellers. It's Ooh, not, it's not brutal. a particular, like, look, aside from uh, uh, my Rick of choice is uh, second to last episode of the season, which is bar none. One of the best things in Star Wars I've ever seen or experienced at all. Like it is beyond perfect. Like, well, you know, you know my journey with that. Yeah, I do. Episode. I was there for it. And and I now, like on the second watch, I was like, oh, this is amazing. I actually can now really enjoy watching it. I, I feel very strongly about that one. And I will say like a lot of the I, things I, that no, I like. You, do you know one of the reasons why I was like so down on it? No, why? Why? Yeah. Because it was like hinting at all this Cara Dune spinoff shows. So that was like annoying. I think it was like. Uh, I Sorry. think. I think it was. Was it after the. Did that one screen after the big. Yeah, it must have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I remember just like going, oh, no, it's going to be bloody Bill Burr and, and her. And no, no. But now it's just going to be yeah, Bill Burr and by himself. So but, 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 <laughs> it's just him. But, yeah, then re- re-watching it with sort of, you know, my expectations, like sort of knowing what was going to it was – it's 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 masterful. It is it is it's really good. Very I, good. I am super excited to see. Like I know that uh, uh, Rick Famuyiwa is is doing um, a non Star Wars thing for Lucasfilm, Children of Blood and Bone, I think. And I just got the book of that, so I want to make sure I've read it before I see it because I have a feeling it's going to be totally great. And so far, the book is is pretty damn good. Like it's not the kind of thing I would typically pick up. Um, but I'm glad I did. Cause uh, I actually just got the sequel too. Cause I had okay. a feeling like I'm got, I've got to follow up on this. I, I haven't really followed that. I didn't realize he was doing that. Is it, is it, that's going to be a feature film. Yeah. 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 Interesting. It's, it's awesome. It's kind of like a, like a, so far what I've gotten from it is it's like, like uh sort of like a Kung Fu movie but it takes place in a like fictional African history, I think. And um, as a, uh, it's like, I haven't been able to place it quite in time. I'm pretty sure it's taking place in like a fantasy timeline, but it's, it's got this, it's like a, a slight game of Thrones vibe to it, but not really. It's more of like a, it's more of a, a fantasy and, and but there's definitely like it feels like a kung fu movie because it's like this like monastery or rather in this case like a convent like uh environment where people are training in like a a outlawed and forbidden uh discipline of super cool magic kung fu type stuff it's hey, awesome I'm, yeah it sounds so cool i'm you not one to knock back any super cool magic stuff no, I'm a big fan of those things. Um, yeah, I, I figured you would be too. But yeah, I gotta, I gotta finish that one. I've been, I've got a lot of books um, going right now, as I usually do. Um, I read about, I would say maybe, I don't know how many books a year, but um, they're all read at once. 
it's crazy. No, I like I I'll read like you know I'll get like a hundred pages into something and then I'll have to I, I, switch okay. to something so, else. I, I feel like for the podcast listeners, I need to visualize the face I'm pulling right now, which is disgust and disbelief. That what? That you, you know, just read one book at a time. I can't. I can't. I'm too like the the ADD is too strong. I've I uh, I. I get, I, I, I'm a man of many interests and they, they fluctuate and, and At uh, once. yes. Yeah. True. Like, no, like I, um, yeah, it's why I can never really accomplish anything. It's, it's, uh, I just, I get absorbed into something and then suddenly I'm like, uh, time to take a break. I'm going to do this other thing. And if I'm lucky, I'll switch back to something else I started a while ago and I, eventually I'll finish it. So do you mean, in life you're like that or just with books i probably more things than i am not i would say but books especially books especially yeah now easy books yeah star wars books are sorry you you, you read books like i open web page tabs yeah i think so yeah (laughs) sounds like it (laughs) yeah that's a good way of putting it like there are certain books that the tab has been open for months if not years and uh, I'm okay with it because nope, I don't talk to a lot of people who would in- be interested in what I learned from the books anyway. So it doesn't really matter. It's not like I can use the stuff in the books, but I'm reading some good ones lately. Yeah. Hey, knowing no one else is interested is half the battle robot. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. Like the, yeah, the real test of strength here is not like giving some, Hey, you should borrow this from me. You might really like it. It's, it's, that's a stupid idea. Nobody ever likes it. Oh, man. My dad, big book reader. Yeah. And he is adamant every time I go that I take all these books with me. Yeah. And I'm talking like, like a, he'll give me a duffel bag of books. And I'm like, dude, Another... I'm, 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 I have no interest in any of this stuff. Number one, I'm flying back to America with limited bag space oh yeah and then he's like just post them and i'm like well i could just buy the books for cheaper yeah that's true additionally no chance i'm gonna read them not gonna read them yeah uh yeah i once had a uh a mover scold me um because (laughs) of the amount of books that i had in in boxes like i had all these boxes packed i'm like yep everything's all packed just take it down it's like are all these books yeah why didn't you tell us that you have so many books? Like, why would I tell you you're the movers? Like you lift stuff, you pick it up here and you put it down over there. Like what? And then I apologize. I'm like, you're right. I should have told you because I'm an idiot sucker. It's made me feel bad. I'm like, fine, I'll get you McDonald's or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do that anyway. Every time I move, I always get the movers McDonald's, but. um... McRibs. If if they ask for it and they're in season, yeah. Dude. But I'm not going to like move heaven and earth to get a McRib when they're out of season, you know? You're not even going to move book. I can't um, hunt those centipedes off, off season. What um, <laughs> what else? You, you said you had lots of Star Wars things to talk about. I did. I did not say that. I said there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's happened. Um, did you read the new any of the new Star Wars books? I read The Light of the Jedi. H- how did you go? Uh, it's a it's, it's kind of 
pretty not so good. Not not a big fan. I I uh, I went well, in on on King Tom's uh, recommendation. Well, and, uh, first uh, of all, first of all, first of all, place a flag. What's the best Star Wars book? I mean, the best Star Wars book is probably. I'm going to say right now, I would say it is Shadows of the Empire. Sorry, what'd you say? I did not say that. You you won't be hearing that out of this skull. Uh, I I would say my favorite one is right now. I'd say it's Han Solo and the Lost Legacy, classic Brian Daly joint. Oh God, what a true what a true fan. No, it's not that. It's just like that's back when they couldn't do anything that touched or could potentially touch the movies. They had to come up with new stuff that wasn't tied into anything, and I much prefer that to stuff that ties into everything. So, but I mean, those are also just like Brian Daly was like a, a genius who, who died way too young and still could have contributed a lot. He's the guy who wrote the radio dramas, by the way. Yeah. I, I remember reading them in the nineties, I think. And just like going, no, I, I want to know what happens after star Wars. This is, yeah, the, he couldn't, he wasn't allowed to do that. I, I'm aware of the, the, I, I know why they're there. And why they're where they are, but I, 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 it, it was, it, it felt a little empty with just Han and Chewie, and when they were in some far off. What were they up against the well, deal? Well, in the in the first two, they're in the corporate sector. The corporate sector. That's how because they the weren't guild. allowed to use the Empire. But I actually think the corporate sector was an interesting foil because. It's like it. I mean, it's strangely telling. It's like a part of space that the. Um, I mean, they they even go back to like the Republic era. They say it like it was chartered during the old Republic, but once the Empire took over, they were like they just stopped paying attention to what they did. They didn't care; just make money, and it is pretty cool. But also, and then in, in the in the third one that I just mentioned, it's in a different part of space called the Tyon Hegemony. Which um, both of the corporate sector is where Canto Bight is now located, by the way. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. And the Tyon Hegemony, I'm, I know it's, it's still canon, but I don't know if it's been directly referenced in anything. It doesn't really matter because the books are good regardless of whether they're canon. I would also say that um, the, it's now been completely supplanted by Solo, a Star Wars story, but um, famed journeywoman sci-fi author A.C. Crispin's um, first Han Solo book uh i can't remember what it's called it's solo it's star's end no that's uh that's brian daly it's um the paradise snare it sounds very star trek right but and she wrote a bunch of star trek novels about the same time but um it, it's actually a pretty damn good like uh, origin story for for han solo and it plays a little bit into what we do get in the solo movie but not a lot but it's good. I like I like that one a lot. Her other two, not a big fan of, but um, I like that one. Uh, but like, I have no like. There's no perfect Star Wars book. My my most recent favorite, I would say, like of new canon. I really like um, everything I've read from Claudia Gray. I haven't read all of her books, but I like the ones I've read. I liked Bloodline. Uh, I uh, like Lost Stars. And my, I think my all-time favorite was um, Delilah S. Dawson's uh, Phasma. Oh, really? Was, it's absolutely crazy good, in my opinion. What about um? I like the Tarkin one 
except when his ship got stolen. That was so boring. But the stuff about Tarkin and his flashbacks were fascinating. I didn't read that one. Is that James Lucino? Lucino? I believe so. The yeah. the Lost Stars one was exceptional. Um, I, I reckon maybe the perfect Star Wars book. Because, you know, especially if you're a Robo type, mm-hmm. you, you want it to feed into the movie and, and, and have some sort of integration. I reckon it's that catalyst, that Rogue One. I I need to read that. Yeah. Oh, you've never read it? No, I need to. There's a lot of them I've missed, uh, but I've I've got that one on my list. I've heard a lot of good things. I do want to check it out. Hey, buddy, treat yourself. I will, yeah. Get onto it and then save a Rogue One screening for afterwards because it Mm. definitely um, adds a lot to all their um, their relationships and stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it, that's what I've heard, yeah. But um, I, I remember I listened to that one. I listened to it on the drive back and forth to Adelaide um, mm-hmm. one year, which I, I podcasted some of that as well. I remember, like, shall I podcast for the next hour or listen to an audio book? That's the sort of um, things I had in my mind on a nine-hour drive. Mm. Um, have you ever driven across America much? I have not driven across the entire country. I think the longest I've ever driven a car is like 14 hours. I only mean it once, but um, that, that's one of our big plans before we get out, get off this crazy rock. What? Is, what? What do you mean? Oh, no, I thought you were going to say something else. It was, I was like, I was like, are you leaving the United States already in our moment of triumph? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> that's the joke. That's the joke. Thank you. Yeah. I tell you what's tempting is mm-hmm. um, in Australia, they like interact with each other without getting sick. I've heard of that. Mm. That's crazy. How do you do it? Are there rules you follow or something? Because it must be. Yeah, we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. don't get me. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, super sad about everything. Um don't don't ask me questions about it. But anyway, not, not catalyst, catalyst. Very yeah. good. And um they they really did a, a bang up job with a like a real juicy preamble to the film. Yeah, it sounds like it'd be boring, but when I hear people talk about it, it, it definitely sounds good. Hey, Krennic's um, Kren- never boring, buddy. Yeah. yeah well, there's a there's a there's one of the Thrawn novels where he doesn't really do anything, but uh, he's in it's, it. It's, it's Thrawn. how's anyone going to shine next to Thrawn? Usually, it's, the I'd say of the new ones. Uh, anyway, that's a totally different discussion. But um, the only I do want to say since we're talking about Rogue One novelization adjacent things, the uh, the K2SO's death chapter of the Rogue One novelization is, if that were a short story, would be one of my favorite things Star Wars has ever done. Hmm. Alexander Freed wrote it. He wrote the whole book. The book is pretty good. That chapter is stellar. Very, very good. i tell you one thing I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. is I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to concentrate. This is such a um, 
just an odd thing. Mm-hmm. At, late at night when Jackie got, because quite often Jackie's like super tired, so she goes to bed way earlier than me. And my hobby's staying up. And um, I used to just like work on my computer, try to do things and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was sort of was like, I'll take some, just watch something. Right. So I, um, I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it before. And uh, loved it, by the way. Yeah. I, 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 the Ant-Man, all about him, Paul Rudd. <laughs> loved the Ant-Man. But the thing I was thinking about, because then I was, I was, I've started watching Avengers Endgame, but that's, that's going to be a multi-part adventure. Right, right. Having fun watching that, except that whole, when they make Ant-Man into a baby, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> you didn't like that, huh? Oh, it's it's a sketch from like my favorite sketch show when I was in high school. Like that sketch verbatim with like we've got a time machine. Mm. Oh, too old, too young. Just like it's like, it I, is I, slightly low hanging fruit, but I did. So. I just thought it was sort of like like I know comics are different than Star Wars, but it just felt like it like it broke the movie. It was like this. It was like a comedy sketch about the Avengers in the Avengers. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, so I'm enjoying that. I'm gearing up. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I have not seen Solo for years. Oh, yeah. And I've only seen it like like under 10 times. So in Star Wars, I'm like, I'm just like, yep, yeah, I'm just one day, one night, I'm just going to, when I've, Got a solid amount. I'm just going to watch it in one go. Yeah, very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I think you'll you'll uh, find it pretty good. Hey, I, I hear my uh, cat complaining about something. Can I just like uh, check out for just a second? Okay, is it a Star Wars related complaint? Um, no, it's a food and pay attention to me related complaint. Ah, oh. okay, I'm back. Sorry about that. Hey, my my, my cat does this thing where um, I keep like her dry food on top of the refrigerator. Uh, like on a little cabinet, like a, above the refrigerator. And when, when I haven't fed her at the right time, she like jumps on top of the refrigerator and, and just howls <laughs> looking at the, at the cabinet where the, the dry food is. I, um, I think that's a, a pretty subtle hint. Yeah. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about cats, right? Like you really have to think really hard about what they actually want. And, uh, <laughs> and then she yeah i i put it about 30 minutes from now she's going to go over to the kitchen sink sit down next to the faucet that's not running and howl because she wants me to turn on the water so she can drink because she can't just drink water out of a bowl it has to be running water because she's a princess oh i can appreciate that yeah i our jerry now is uh, somehow got this tradition that when we all sit at the dinner table for dinner he demands a tall glass of water and <laughs> and sits at the end of the table and sips his water while he watches us eat it's that's that's kind of cute i like that and 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 if the water's not there both jerry and harry just lose their minds yeah cuz cuz harry wants jerry jerry water Water, Jerry, water! Anyway. What other things are happening? 
What are, what are all these other things? Have you got these? Because I said, this was my idea. I said, hey, I'll read out all the podcast topics I've done since you were on last. You can give me your thoughts. And you're like, oh, no, there's heaps going on. Well, I so, mean, there's, I said there's stuff happening, right? All right stuff what just other, happened. What other stuff's happening? Otherwise, I'm going to go to my list. Uh, Don't make me go to the list. There's that, the, the Star Wars Hunters. That's a thing. Yeah, what is that? Just like Duke Nukem, like Battle Dome. I, I, I have no idea. All I know is it, it's free to play and is is just basically designed to uh, separate you from your sweet sweet cash. So yeah, I, I, I uh, smelled a rat. I was on the live stream and I was I was, I was like, what's free to play? Oh, where's the this business model is going to hurt somewhere? I mean, again, like on the one hand, like I applaud them for just doing some crappy thing uh that like you know not like making it like oh this is going to contribute to the star wars lore because it, it's like no we're gonna like it's gonna be like you know a stormtrooper fights a sand person fights a no, it's Gamorrean. They, they tried to make it as though it's in the like they're like after oh, return yeah. of the jedi and it's like it's, why why, why give even, you why yeah. give yourself these handcuffs that you're gonna have to weasel out of anyway stupid just let them rumble yeah it doesn't like I. I don't understand why video games tr- pretend like oh we can be canon too. Like no, you're a game. Like you let the player do what they want. It cannot possibly be canon. Well, I I, I think it's like give or take. Like, like like not give or take. Um, it's it's case by case. Do you know what I mean? Like with the you know what was the one that just came out? Not the the pilot one, but um the one with Kyle. Kestis or whatever. Oh, uh, before that, that was uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, 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 you know, you've got your story, make it canon. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, there's nothing in that. that I, uh, I love that game, but it doesn't need to be a part of the the and, overarching story. Like the Battlefront, the movie. Like, I watched them. You know, like all stuff happens, but I watched like the hour Battlefront movie where yeah. Luke Luke Skywalker's in. I was like, oh yeah, that's canon. Good stuff. Have fun. But when you're like getting all these characters together, just have a rumble. But hey, I tell you what my favorite Star Wars video game is. Yeah. I don't know what it's called or what this style of game is. I don't know if it was called Battlegrounds or something, but I got it for the Mac. It was somehow available for the Mac. Got the little disc. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things. Maybe like The Sims, but war. So, oh, yeah. You, you were like the Trade Federation and you'd build little power plants and you'd buy droids. And then over the mountain on the map was Gungans or another force. And then you'd like, you'd have to build, but then you'd send people over to attack and then they'd come back to attack. And it was, it was very sort of battleshipy. Sounds like Star Wars Rebellion, maybe? Yeah, it wasn't called... Wait there, I'll, I'll look up what it was actually called. Uh, Star Wars Battlegrounds? Well, but what's that style of game called? Where... Well, it sounds like an RTS. It sounds like real-time strategy, where it's like the turns... You don't take turns. Everything's happening in real time, but you're constantly like selecting units, telling them where to go, telling them what to build, Right. Yes. All right. Yeah. Bang. I found a video. This is going to be sick. 
All right, we can do some screen sharing here. My favorite. Bang. Chrome tab. Galactic Battlegrounds. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So you build like their your little forts here and wait, I'll make it bigger. Yeah, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Look, they're building. There's a little man. Mm-hmm. It was sick fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like um it's like the Star Wars version of like World of Warcraft or Command and Conquer or something. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um because like like yeah. if the thing is, I don't know. Are these are these games very popular or not? Uh, nowadays, they kind of don't exist anymore. The genre sort of died off. But it was like in the '90s, especially the late '90s, it was like a big deal. Like they, and for a while there was a game called StarCraft, which is like one of the esports like sort of metatextual games where it was just it was a part of the the early esports scene. I think I never played it, but it was it, that was an RTS. Okay, well, this is from two thousand and one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, what the, what um, I think I think Rebellion was more of a uh, spaceship, uh, like conquer the galaxy type thing. That was um, a different one. Um, that one I do like. Yeah, I I don't think I played this one very much, but um, it looks like a pretty decent RTS. Because I I would love to play online with you know, my friends and foes and and, yeah. and and build a little village and then try to kill someone else. It might still be possible. I'm not sure. I know that uh, a lot of classic games from this time period are coming out for the Switch in the future. They just announced, like, they're going to put out, I think, um, what is it? Clone Commando or something like that and Star Wars Bounty Hunter and... Some of like the Attack of the Clones era games are going to be coming out, I think. And 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 the classic Star Wars Battlefront Two, I think, has been. You can still play that online, the old old one. Um, well, there you go, Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds from yeah. two thousand and one. Yeah, it's yeah. They, I I miss those days because I feel like the they're a lot less creative now than they used to be because it's so expensive to make these games. They have, it's hard to take risks unless you're uh, making something really, really, really cheap. So, Oh, and the amount of money that they can bring in, is just, yeah. What was it? Galaxy of heroes or something. That was like a pseudo RTS. It wasn't, is that the one that was like a billion dollars? What was it? It was the one where you like, they, I remember as being uh, around the Force Awakens time, and it, it was a game that brought mini rigs into canon. I think no way. What? It had like it had like well into pseudo canon, right? It's a video game, but like some of the units you could you could purchase and deploy were like the just straight up Hasbro mini rigs. It was a while ago, mate. Come on, Kenner mini rigs. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Come on. Respect. Yeah, I, 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 uh, that was, that was mine to lose. Um, Robo, what was the last piece of Star Wars merchandise you purchased? Uh, it's actually been a, oh, uh, I know. It was, a, it was a Moff Gideon vintage collection thing that my son wanted. 
Ah, okay, three and three quarter. Yeah, yeah. Nice. He doesn't do the Black Series because he's all these, you know, because there's not a lot of vehicles that go with those. So for Christmas, he got um, he got the uh, troop transport. Nice. Yeah, which doesn't have any sound effects, uh, but looks way better. Like the paint job is way better than the the original. And yeah, that's like the only real Star Wars vehicle that was out um, at that time. So it used to be like he could get like all kinds of cool stuff for Christmas because they put out a lot of toys, but now they don't really do that anymore. And uh, yeah, so he, the the troop transport he got that, and yeah, I, th- I think um, I got it was Moff Gideon, and then uh, the Empire Strikes Back Boba Fett vintage series that was re released, um, which looks pretty good. And my son's really into that now that he's seen Boba Fett come back and do stuff. Mm. So we've got a, a goffy stick in his hand and everything now. What did um, what did your son think about Luke Skywalker? Oh, he he loved it. He he knew as soon as he saw when um, when there's like oh no it's an X wing and it's just like just one and they point that out as it just one and he knew immediately like he was like oh Filoni. Uh, you didn't know who that is, but he was just like, he was just like, oh, I know. He's like, I know. And, and he was like about ready to tell his mom. I'm like, don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. Don't, don't spoil it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Um, yeah. My wife who's you know, she's seen the star Wars movie. She watches the Mandalorian episodes as soon as they come out, but she never sees them again. And so she didn't really put it together that it was Luke Skywalker until literally the moment where uh, you see his his uh, uh, uncanny valley face show up, mm. then she got it. She's like, "Oh, that! Oh, it's him!" Uh, what about? Are you watching WandaVision? Yeah, yeah, we are actually. Like, who who do you think this um, engineering pal is going to be? Um... Ah, ah, WandaVision spoilers, I guess speculation. Uh, it's, not really. I'm, I'm, remind me who says engineering pals coming ah so what's her name um oh rambo yeah she right. keeps saying how she has to go meet up with this engineering guy or is it engineering i thought she just needed to get a costume or something she no she's something. she's meeting up with some like physicist or some but um, yeah, people were like you know throwing out who it's going to be. And- yeah, I'm not, I'm not like you'd have to ask your King's Tom of the world. I, I don't really know uh, a lot about Marvel lore. Um, I did. Uh, I was impressed when they brought. What? What? Can we spoil this? Yes. Okay. Like, like, like if you we if have- you really care about Wandavision. Like, don't listen to this part. It's not like a huge spoiler, but it was pretty weird. But, well, I don't know. We're, we're recording. Like, this isn't. I think we're up to episode six. Yeah, this is not episode six spoiler. It's an episode five spoiler. I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, where they bring back the other Quicksilver from oh, the, yeah. the Fox X Men movies. Like, my son latched onto that immediately. He got that right away, and. Uh, 
I thought that was pretty cool because I didn't understand it. And then, and then he, he goes back and he says like, well, when you think about it, they talk about how there's a lot of this cosmic background radiation that was released at the big bang. So it's the creation of the universe. So maybe there's like other universes that get pulled into this. I'm like, uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a good point. And it took me a long time to come up with something else smart to say that would contribute to that. Um, but I did. Uh, cosmic background radiation is what uh, causes over-the-air antennas TVs to, to have static when they're between channels. Oh. That's what you're seeing. That's what creates the static. So it like it feeds into the whole TV thing. But yeah, like I didn't even think about that. But he's like, yeah, in like the first episode or the third episode, they talk about that. The CBR, the the cosmic background radiation. And yeah, I was like, oh, that's really cool. That makes sense. Okay, so you can bring in a different version of the of an existing character, which it's I thought so, was crazy cool. Yeah, like it's so like I like like it's it's so fascinating. Do you know what I'm, like I'm just like, yeah. What are you doing? What are you up to? What's yeah? And I don't really, I, I don't need a particular answer. I just want to know because it's it's an interesting idea. He's he's so when they did like the Malcolm in the Middle episode, yeah, he was so good at that like the crazy uncle character. He's <laughs> really, really the the show is uh, shockingly good. I'm not like a Marvel super fan, but um, I I like this a lot better than most of Mando season two because it's just it's Ooh. more imaginative. Like Mando yeah. season two is like let's connect this to everything you already have seen before. And it's kind of dull to me until like, you know, there's some highlights, right? But it's for the most part, it just seems like, yeah, this is, this is, this is pretty good TV, but the first season was way better. And Mm. WandaVision, I feel like is just like, I don't think you could do something exactly like that in Star Wars, at least not right now. Cause it's very like 20th century earth kind of, references right like you don't want to see that in star wars yeah well, but, and it, it's also like, you know how you do it how you present it is one thing but it's like it, it's more the concept of doing something so abstract yeah it would rather, be, rather than like a tv show right and in, in doing a a thing that is so willing to um potentially willing to like you know, screw with the, the audience's expectations of like, which characters are good and bad and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, it's, it's, there's a last Jedi S quality to it that I really liked. See, see just then you got really loud and close to the microphone. I, I didn't move my head that much. Yeah. I think wow. it's just the thing that happened. Yeah. I heard that. I noticed that that was happening in um, one of the, the live streams I did with you maybe a month or so ago, mm-hmm. a couple months ago. I don't know. I don't know what that is. The Streamyard thing, I think. Um, because when you bring up that you like, you know, you find it more imaginative than The Mandalorian. I, I like. I. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
had more fun watching The Mandalorian Season 2. But I, I do think Season one's more of an achievement because it's, it's, it's so much more like a standalone story. Um, and then Season 2, it's just, you know, like every two episodes, it's like something coming back which it's you know not, like 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 which i like i was there enjoying it but yeah. it's def it's definitely not the um you know the achievement of you created this whole little pocket in the universe and you created these characters and like you know the the last two episodes were so of, of season one mm-hmm were so emotionally enriching based on these characters that you met in like at the start of the season, not like when you were, you know, four years old. It's not building on something you already have going in. And I I would say, I would not say built, I'd say borrowing. Yeah, even so, yeah, because it doesn't. Right, it, it's true. Like the the one exception I would say is like I felt like with Bo Katan. Ah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I just because what did you learn? What was added to Luke Skywalker? Nothing. Like, like oh. I like I, I loved it, but it didn't like give me like in the Last Jedi. I remember when they showed the flashback, and it was like you know, that Luke had flown off the, you know, you know, with the lightsaber and stuff. I remember like going, oh my God, this is such a shocking, yeah. like, like it, it recontexted everything. Like I had to like sort of defrag my head. of was like, oh my God, Luke Skywalker did this. This is crazy. Um, but yeah, like I, I just don't think it added like anything, like, you know, like as I said, few people enjoy, not that it's competition, but few people like, was more than I watching it. I was legitimately like just emotionally battered by the end, but it didn't really like it. Just they they just sort of press play, sort of. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can't. It can't be about Luke. It's got to be about. It's got to be about Mando and Baby Yoda. It's 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 got to be about those characters, and like it's the thing that I think turn some people off about the way Luke is presented, especially when he starts talking uh, is that like, he doesn't say that much and he sounds like very, like I think people wrongly interpreted it as, Oh, he's like, he's believing in his own legend at this point. Like he, he thinks he's as cool as he looks, you know? And that's not it. I think the point of it is that when we see Luke, we're seeing him from the, the, the TV show is, filmed from the perspective of the people in the Mando's kind of circle, right? When they see Luke show up, they're seeing something they've never seen before. They're seeing something that is uh, kind of to, to many of them, like scary, like a, an unnatural power that shouldn't exist. Hey, something that's one, even for, worse for, than Yoda. For, baby for, Yoda. One, for one of them, for one of the characters, it's the last thing they'll ever see. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's like when he show like he's he's not um why to know so okay um but it's like you're seeing it from their perspective you know what i mean you're seeing Luke, like if the if that you could make a short story out of that whole scene 
that's told from Luke's perspective that would seem completely different. Like he's showing up and he's just doing a Jedi thing. Like, I don't know, R2. They just, I've got the signal and we're supposed to go, go here and do this. No, Jackie's right. like, oh, I've got, I've got lunch in the morning. Yeah. And I've got, um, I've got like a, a Kyber crystal search at 11. Then I got dinner, like or lunch, and then and then I've got this Jedi thing in the afternoon. Yeah, um, I got I got to do I, it. I, I, I don't know how long it's going to take, but uh, let's go. And it's it's interesting because he like he shows up and he's got his 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 weapon is still drawn when the door opens. I think mostly because that's the image that's like a more affecting image, right? But it's also like once he once he gets a sense of who's in the room, he turns it off. Right, he's like, okay, this is cool. Like, nothing more to do here. Like, I think he had it on for good branding, just quietly. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I mean, like, I—that's the impression I got. It's like, he doesn't really know what to say. He's not super comfortable being the one Jedi left in the galaxy. But this is a thing that only he can do, so he's going to do it. But he's kind of like, well, I'm not really sure. Again, like, the, my interpretation of Luke in between Return of the Jedi and. uh you know, the force awakens in the last Jedi is that he spends a lot of his time at first doing as little as possible, like coming up with reasons why, Oh, I'm not ready to start doing this yet. Cause I've got to do this. It's like, Oh, well, I've got to train my sister first. Oh, well, I've got to find these Jedi artifacts first. Oh, I've got to do this first. Then I'll get around to like, you know, passing on what I've learned, et cetera. But like, cause he doesn't believe he's that, that, that was me trying to clean my desk. Yeah, no, you know what I mean? Like, it, there's something he knows he's got to do, but he doesn't feel like he's ready for it. And so he keeps coming up with these things to do in between until finally, like, he's got a nephew to train. He's like, all right, fine. I'll I'll, I'll do the, the thing I'm supposed to do. I can't wait any longer. And then when he screws that up, it's like, it just, like, all falls apart. Because he's like, I knew it. I knew I sucked. I knew I was a failure. <laughs> And uh, he just goes into a shame spiral. You know what I mean? Like it's, but he, he doesn't believe he thinks he's the kid from Tatooine. Like he thinks he's the farm boy. He he's uh what do they call him? Wormy. Right. Like he's, he's nobody, nobody from nowhere. Like he doesn't believe in the legend of Luke Skywalker ever. Uh, and he, all he hears in his voice is the people who raised him. He hears uncle Owen in his head. Like, you know, you can waste time with your friends later, et cetera. Like he's, he doesn't, he he would never believe in that stuff. Like, but what you see is not what he, he sees. What you're seeing is what he looks like to everybody else, which is totally cool. Right. Like it looks, it's from a different perspective. Hmm. If you saw it from Luke's perspective, it would be like a, a much different thing. I think. Um, somebody should write that story that that needs we need a certain point of view that's a story that actually deserves to exist um just like yeah. what that what what how that played out from his perspective like he's probably relieved he gets on the ship is like oh there's okay no stormtroopers all right just go nuts let's, let's do it um I, I do want the shot of like grogu in the x-wing with luke on his lap Riding shotgun. Yeah. That'd be cool. I just want to see him like he's reaching for one of the other knobs and trying to unscrew it. It just doesn't come off. It's like, what? what is this? What are you doing? What am I doing? This is a mistake. <laughs> I, yeah. 
I like. I mean, I like. I like Luke showing up. I really like that. I feel like that's the best possible thing they could have done with. Uh, you know, I really hope that uh, season three, episode one, Mando just kills Bo Katan. Just they just they they throw down and she's just dead. Why is that? Because she obviously wants to fight him. Like, like he's he he is uh he is like Luke Skywalker in that he's not just going to fight for no reason. Like that's stupid. But she wants to. She's like, no, I, all I want is power. I'm not that good of a person, as has been telegraphed by everything I've said and done in the show. Like she's a bad person who's going to do something bad. I just know it. And uh, it would be great to just see her get jobbed out. Like season three, episode one. And now he's like, now you're the ruler of Mandalore. He's like, I don't want to do that. And he's just like, the whole, the whole thing could be just like, everybody's after him for something he doesn't want. It'd be really cool. It, it, it is very fascinating where they'll start it back up again. Like, like, is it going to be Grogu-less? I I'm sure he'll come back at some point, but. Well, I reckon he's coming back for the thing at the end with Luke Skywalker. I feel like Luke Skywalker is coming back for one last, let's cut a lot of things up. They've always had this idea of a Jedi in an X-Wing with the lightsaber dragging it on a ship. Have they? Yeah, it's been in concept art. Like Ray was going to do it in a film. and. Didn't do that. That's stupid. I. It's really stupid. It's a good idea. It it, it moves too fast. You couldn't do it. No, that's just stupid. Um, bad. But, Don't listen to Steel. I I do think he will come back because if they have this big thing at the end, like everyone's where's Luke? Where's Luke? Well, they've got to set up something big at the end. I think what this is all leading into is like a heir to the empire redux for TV. That's, that's what I think they're doing. Like, that's the whole point to you're going to like, if you're going to bring back Thrawn, like the only reason to do it is to have like a competent Imperial bad guy who can actually create a serious threat for the good guys that would require everybody to team up and stop in like a movie like uh, situation. Not like a strict retread of the original novel, but that kind of thing. And like, I, they don't have anybody better to do it. You know, teaming I mean? up, love the team up. Um, I mean, that's about, what, what those, about, that's what, what those were. Yeah. What about, what about Talon Karad? So you're going to get a mention, old Talon? I, I mean, I think there's room for him. Like, I, I feel like you're going to get something like that because there was a similar character in the X Wing novels who could also show up because they're doing a rogue squadron movie now. So I wonder whether they're going to like smash those two characters together. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I liked, uh, I liked, you know, the most interesting guy from the original Zon, like five novel series from the nineties, the guy who interested me the most was, um, I'm blanking on his name. He's not like a major character, but he's this guy who uh, was like Talon Card's mentor. And he was like a real piece of garbage. Uh, But you find out later that the reason why is because he was like, 
kidnapped and corrupted by an evil Jedi. Really? And like, like, you know, it was not necessarily trained, but exposed to this dark side stuff. And he, uh, I mean, the kind of the dumb part was like, he crash landed on Dagobah and then was, uh, met Yoda. But then like the whole thing is like going forward after that is like his life was changed by meeting Yoda for like a couple hours. And it like, it, 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 uh, like he, he totally, he had this weird power, but he, uh, had to use it in some other way, but he wasn't a Jedi. So he's not going to like fight people with it or anything. And he like goes to this other planet and, uh, it becomes this weird, like recluse. It's, it's not especially it, like a lot of things in that era, um, there's that's from the Hand of Thrawn, uh, like series of books. I think it's just two of them. Yeah, yeah, they do. It's they're a, they're a, really, a they're really not. Yeah, they're they're really, really bad. Uh, a lot of good ideas, but really, really poor execution. I thought. Um, but there's a lot of good ideas, and I like that character. I wish I could remember his name. Tom will tell us, but um, um, before we go, Robbo, what did you think? Did you hear about the new Charles Saul comic book? Oh, the the one that's like the old Dark Horse Boba Fett thing, and and and, and Boba Fett bringing Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt loses, gets Han Solo stolen off him, and he, he has to capture it again. That oh is, yeah, where it's like, oh, everybody wants a piece of Han Solo. Like even Darth Vader, the guy who had Han Solo, frozen, and could have just taken him. It's like much respect, to Charles Saul. I think he did a great job with the uh, the old light of the Jedi. Had a great did, time. Did he, did he though? No, I think I had a great time. I had a great time. I did. I had a great time. I was. Look, I don't understand the point of that book. I went all the way through it. They're like, oh, we're going to show you what the Jedi were like 250 years for the Phantom Menace. And they were exactly like the Jedi in the Phantom Menace. It's it's totally pointless. No, they were different. The no, how? How? What was different about them? They had different costume steel. Is that it? They could fly cool. Had some sweet powers. The they, same they, powers. They were, they, were, they were a lot more in sync. With um, the Republic and the universe, it was good times. What's the point of doing it if you're not going to make them like obviously different? Why do it? Well, I don't know. I I I had I I I it, it was, was it, it clicked for me. It was an okay book. Like it's not the worst thing I've read from Star Wars new canon or old canon by far. Like I. Definitely prefer it to the the books I was just describing um, from the '90s. So, like, I it's competently done, but I just don't understand the point. Like, the Republic is basically the same. The Jedi are basically the same. You think that you're gonna oh, they're not gonna play by all the dumb rules from the prequels, but they still do, as if there was nothing wrong with those stupid rules in the first place. Mm. Um, it's like they don't understand what what's the point. Why why do it? Do something different. Play your own game. Well, it's, 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 it's the first book. There's things are going to happen. But, but it's starting off at the status quo that we already un- but, understand. But that's what I wanted. I just, there... wanted to, I just wanted to see Jedi, Jedi, 
Jedi and about. Okay, is there anything in that book that couldn't have happened two weeks before the Phantom Menace? Well, no, right? The, the, the politicians making smart decisions. That was that was something that couldn't have happened. I don't think. Like, <laughs> yes, for everybody took the idiot pill that one morning. Um, yeah, but yeah, the whole thing with like something at the like someone's got something that they need for the next movie. And then in the comic book, they lose that thing and then get it back. Like it, that's, that's the, the EU just worst case scenario. It's going to be bad. I don't think that um, I'm not a fan of Charles Sewell's works in the comics. I feel like it's a lot of uh, sad, depressed Vader stuff that I hate. And then he also did the one where it's like, Oh, it's Kyle, Kylo Ren back when he was Ben Solo and he's way too young. Like it's like uh, it doesn't see, make any sense. See, you're bringing up things now that I like this light of the Jedi. The thing that it did, it, 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 like I was like, I am back in. This is good fun. All all those books around Snoke and like they all conf- like they don't match. It's I, I just I I got so annoyed with it. Yeah. It's like why am I, like this comic book and it's like. Well, it, it majorly conflicts with the movie, like with his, like how old is this dude? Is he from a jar? Is he like, what the, what is going they, on? They have no idea. They have no clue. And and so I was sort of like, I'm, I, I can't put any interest or passion into this. So like, I am very grateful for Charles Saul with The Light of the Jedi because I was like, you know, and, and you know, you've you've got your wants and needs out of, books and whatever and i've got mine mine are far more basic i i, I do have to admit um had a good time, had a good like- time. except when that guy broke his leg brutal no yes yeah. <laughs> i i felt like it's i felt like the book was painfully aware of how not different the jedi were from each other because every time something was from a jedi's point of view all they thought about was master so-and-so is different from master such and such because they do this <laughs> That's all they think about is just like, it's just differentiating each other as if they know. Good. No I real need that. Difference. I need, I had to buddy have a JPEG on what, my phone. What if instead of 20 Jedi, you had two? What if yeah, Because I want lots. I want to see the lots. No, I had the two. It's, it's the inverse proportionality of Jedi coolness. The more Jedi there are, the more like pointless and, 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 and stupid they seem. What I did like though, is I like the bad guys, um, except for the stupid thing where they listen to like, I don't know what space punk music or something while they take their space drugs to do their space piracy. That was lame. But um, I did like the idea of like, they accidentally like this, it's like this basically like a biker gang accidentally stumbles across like an H bomb type weapon. Right. It's like, what if the hell's angels invented the the hydrogen bomb by accident? That's a cool idea, but then they do nothing with it. I don't know. I, I, they I, have the I, thing at the beginning, and then at the end, what is supposed to happen is that they're going to open this new space station, and then the bad guys just like nuke it, and it's like it's on now, and then it's like end book, right? That's the end of the novel, and then you pick up the next story, but they don't. It ends with like the two Jedi who are like they love each other, but then the one Jedi who's like a rebel who plays by his own rules is like, I'm sorry, I've got to play by the Jedi rules, and that's the end of the damn book. Stupid! God, why? Why even do this? Why? What are we doing? 
just just have something bad happen at the end. That's all you need to do. He got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, it's almost yeah that bad bad, bad dream. Um, yeah, but it's, anyway, that's... my my yeah, I, I I enjoyed it, but yeah, the other like all those other ones intertwining, like you bring up that the Kylo Ren one, and I was like, like who are we like and like. I'm I'm just sort of cut and dry. So when people are going, oh, what does this mean for the? And it's like, who cares? It doesn't match up. Like it, it's nothing. It's none of this is worth. The, 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 like, look, the video that, games apparently matter more than the comic books do to the ongoing story, in terms of like what actually comes back and shows up. And they don't. They barely come back and show up. Those games, the, the comics do not matter. They they matter less than anything else they've done. Like it's it's the most ancillary of ancillary materials. Don't pay attention to it. It's bad, and uh, yeah, I um I, I wish they were more. Um, but I, I feel like they are just they just overstep. Know your role, comic books, and I know like they've the thing. Oh, you want to have the you know Han and Luke and Darth Vader because it sells comic books and stuff, and it's like. Well, it didn't like like does it? Like, I guess maybe there's another person, but like all that stuff made me not want to buy them anymore. Like, I was like, this is like I I I'd pay not to know this is going on. Here's my subscription fee for you blocking this information from me. Yeah, uh, because what's happening in your imagination is always going to be better. Um, which is why going full circle back to Brian Daly and the greatness of, of those books that really matters, right? Like it makes a difference that you don't see all the, I want to see what Han does after he meets Luke. Yeah, you do. But they already made two movies about that and they're great as they are. Like you don't, you see, you see much else. It it could only disappoint you. What you want to see is like, who was Han before? Like he had like a change of heart and tried to become a good person. No, I actually just want to see what happens after Return of the Jedi. Trust me. Well, now now you know. Now you know. They've, well, there was that great comic book where they find a tree or something. It's awesome. There's the, the um, one with the space settlers, settlers of Catan. That's great. What a great book that was. The um, I do have to say the whole thing in that Light of the Jedi with the Nile and the the paths. I love that part. Yeah, and and Marcion Row and okay. all the the public like. Uh, it, it's it's not reinventing the wheel, but it's getting a solid wheel. Yeah, and then yeah. Put it put it in Star Wars. Oh, I love the idea of the crazy lady that uh, the bad guy has trapped in his spaceship, and she has some weird force powers to like sense new routes through hyperspace, and do things that shouldn't be possible. And Stunt. she's like, kind of under that's that's a cool idea. Like that, that's what I'm all like. That's what uh, made the book for me is like all that stuff. Is I was like, okay, I can get into that. But every time the Jedi showed up, it's just like, God, when is this over? It's so I, I, boring. I loved it when Marcy and Roe made all the ships run into ships. That was yeah, uh, that was cool, right? Was and he's like, it's like, like he's manipulating the bad guys for the whole time. Like this is this whole plan is like I'm gonna do this so I can become the great leader. And uh, it's, it's cool. Like I'm not like the character is is okay. I also now that they showed what he really looks like, and he's like just another muscle dude with a with a Sith helmet. I'm looking whatever. Yeah, I'm could, not. Could have been cooler than that, but whatever. I'm, All right. I'm, I'm not too into the eyeball 
helmet. I know he's the eye and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's all right. But but the idea of the of the the paths, I think that's really cool. Yeah, I thought it was dope. I yeah. it was pretty, pretty yeah. good. Uh, I'm getting, I actually have to probably pack it in for the night. If you don't well, mind. Well, I was just about to say, is there anything else we need to cover, Robbo, before not, we. Um, not really. There's, um, what was it? Well, uh, there's also the thing that just, just happened recently, right? Like a couple of days ago. Uh, which one? Well, there's a certain somebody who uh, heard so long, sucker. <laughs> ah, you got me. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got to admit, sometimes I haven't planned. That one just came to me. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I think that's good news. I feel sorry for um, for what the internet does to some people's brains, uh, but I just got you know, yeah, there are consequences. Sorry, sorry, I woke somebody up. Sorry, my bad. Anyway, yep. Um, how can the good people of the internet track you down? Uh, I am just ever so barely still on Twitter. Uh, so you can go to the website, a bad website and check me out at uh, GC9X. I, I don't really do much of anything anymore, um, but uh, I will still respond to uh, ads and, and such. So uh, I also have a, a video game podcast called Hardcore Gaming 101. We're doing, um, we, we uh, take game nominations and we talk about them. We rank them. We just uh, finishing up an edit on one, uh, a very weird uh, fighting game from the nineties called the out Foxies, which is like, it's kind of, if you took all the James Bond, uh, like kind of henchmen from like the sixties and seventies and made them fight each other on like giant, like tanker ships and helicopters and aquariums and stuff is bonkers. It's crazy cool. Um, uh, so that's going to be coming out soon. And yeah. And, uh, and, and sometimes I'm on, I'm on a steel show love doing it so i'll uh, talk to you guys later and good to see you again steel excellent let's not uh delay as much this time or next time or that time but well, thank you yeah thank you robo don't 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 start um let's just uh do it sooner next time and i gotta ask you i realize this yeah yeah just ask me it's fine but yeah uh, glad to be back. Good night, everybody. Bye, Internet. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.